Hello and welcome to the DigiCoach podcast. I'm Leanne, your coach, and have a wealth of knowledge including nutrition, back pain, pre and postnatal exercise, injury rehabilitation and Pilates. I have nearly 10 years experience and my aim is to motivate and educate you, the listener, in the above, along with successful lifestyle change. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and thank you for listening. Listener, welcome back to live Q and A. I'm just getting started on Facebook. There's a bit of a delay there. Okay, so welcome back, everybody. Week going into week five out of eight. So halfway through the challenge now. If you've made it this far, well done. Um, habits should be getting ingrained nicely now. Um, you would have come across a lot of challenges in everyday life and events coming up and hopefully you've been navigating, not too perfectly because we practice imperfect action, we're just trying to improve on the times that you weren't even trying, you know, don't add all this press pressure to yourself uh, to be perfect so it's not needed. Um, but yeah, so halfway through the challenge, so I'll be going on, if I've not already, I'll be going on each pro- uh, account today on the app just to adjust, adjust possibly either your calories going up or down protein habits will be changing just to assist you and to becoming a healthier version a better version of yourself um and what that person <clears throat> needs to practice in order to get there so that actions create this different person this leaner person um so yeah we're going to be changing some habits so your step steps may increase so if you've had adherence so you've been tracking consistently you've been getting your steps you may even be going over um your calories have been pretty much within target or i might see that you're struggling and you're going over a couple of hundred calories but your steps are really high um i might end up keeping your steps your step goal high but bringing the calories up just so you um so you've got that adherence you've got the energy it's a bit of a tweaking it's an opportunity for me to tweak so it's more um personalized and it's it's better for you specifically now i have four weeks of your data on the app basically um if you haven't had adjustments it's because they're not needed or like for example there's somebody on the program who's getting hundred and fifty thousand steps over the week training like incredibly getting a personal best so tells me that she's fueling herself well recovery is good um so i'm not going to bring her calories down even though she's a smaller person because she's fit enough and it's it's literally just a time game I'm just waiting for it all the fat to catch up <laughs> coming off um and that's sometimes the case um versus somebody who's been consistently tracking and this very specific because this can be an issue like you think that you're tracking really well and um you're getting all your steps in but then nothing's coming off so it's like detective time for me what's going on here so just make sure at your end that you're you're overestimating calories if you're out having a meal because there's hidden fats in there like oils and stuff that they they cook with um and on the menus as well for example a mcdonald's cheeseburger they'll pick the smallest cheeseburger and put that in my fitness pal so it's likely going to be more that that's that kind of thing so just making sure you're as um accurate as you possibly can um and yeah if 
this is week four and you've only lost a couple of pound and I can see that you're getting steps in in calories, then it'll be time to adjust things at my end for the app. But I will um, give you a message on what I have adjusted as well and the rationale behind it. Okay, a couple of questions before we get started on the topic. Um, oh, so challenge for week five is fakeaway. So making your own fakeaway. So whenever you fancy a takeaway, can you make it yourself? I mean, imagine being able to make chicken boona and because what, between two people, it's about 35 quid now. Um, and you'll have leftovers, it goes into the next day. You've got those hidden fats, you're not getting as much protein as you could do at home. Um, half that, and you could literally make it yourself, you know what goes into it, and the next day you're not going to feel hungover from dehydration, you know, with all the salt that comes into it, that goes into it. Um, when like, That's just like, because I'm, I'm mentioning an Indian because I enjoy Indian food, um, but yours might be Chinese, um, so trying to make it yourself. Fried rice is a good one to make, and then just adding curry sauce and chicken and stuff. Like, say, if you do normally order from a Chinese and you don't normally eat the meat, add meat, add your favourite meat into it and boost that protein. There's an opportunity to learn a new skill, save money, and stay into a routine and be able to control. You know, you, you don't, I don't want you to feel like you, miss, you need to miss out. I mean, by all means, save the calories and get a takeaway when you really want one. But since I've started practicing this, I've been getting really good at chicken boonas and biryanis, and I'll add in um, my own vegetables as well. And I've not missed, not missed it at all. So yeah, maybe changing the thought, the thought behind it, the connotations around getting a takeaway and everything like that. It's an opportunity anyway to try something new. So pictures please of your takeaway, I will make we have curries a lot now <laughs> how I learnt to uh, cook Indian food and it's really handy having all them spices in and you don't need to keep buying them the uh, fro uh, dried spices and of course it's a lot better for you as well because it's fresher ingredients if you're getting like fresh coriander and basil and stuff if you enjoy Italian anyway I digress so yeah that's phase one over and done with going to phase two so programs exercise programs are automatically progressed as with cardio programs if that's something that you've taken part in um and your older habits the last four weeks will finish and leave a restart or they'll slightly change for the next four weeks so you can tick them boxes plus as well if some of your habits are just not working for you and it's too out of reach there's no point of you keeping them and feeling crap when you're unable to tick that box so we want more wins at this point okay just to keep consistency and next week we'll be talking about is a good one we'll be talking about building muscle tone how to do it correctly properly and the core all about the core okay so as a pilates teacher i teach a lot about connecting to the core properly and can honestly say before my before I had two children I had issues with my core and I was not onto it so it's to discuss all things core um the core unit working correctly properly you'll see a lot of people doing these mad like crunches like v-ups for example and just bringing the legs and chest close to the body without using the core that much so it's about like to get dialed right back um because the, the core exercise program that you are doing especially the advanced gym program lot um should be extremely challenging and if people are still coming back with like a four out of ten 
rating of perceived exertion then that tells me they're not connecting to the core properly and they're speeding through reps which is quite common if you if you've got a background of going to fitness classes because usually they're teaching as many reps as possible anywho right so questions from these this week's check-ins does eating late affect fat loss goals excellent question and really common no carbs after six club um also like to promote this um so it's a calorie deficit that's the answer to it all as soon as you understand what a calorie deficit is you won't fall for any of these things and no matter how they're marketed so if you have got 200 or say 500 calories left out of your calorie target you've got your steps in then 500 calories within your target you are not going to come out and be building muscle because you've got those calories to spare you can still enjoy the food doesn't matter what time um, and still be losing fat you can still have a cake and eat it you can still have a cake um, and be losing fat at 10 o'clock at night if you're in a calorie deficit so I'll explain that again in a second but um, oh, I forgot what I was going to say now but anyway so calorie deficit is, so say for you to just be alive and get in 6,000 6, steps a day, you need, say, 2,000 calories, just for easy sake. <clears throat> if you eat 2,200 calories, you are going to gain weight because you're in a surplus of calories. Okay, If you eat 1,800 calories you're in a calorie deficit because you're saving 200 calories if that makes sense i can go into this more and use like a diagram and things like that let me know if you want me to but that's how a calorie deficit works but if you eat 2000 and you need 2000 your ma- your weight will be maintained which is good opportunity to build muscle to lose fat you are just reducing so everyone is in a calorie deficit right now if they stick into it and they get in the the range targets like the lower end of the range targets they'll be in a deficit um if you want to lose fat faster you're going to hit sit keep the same calories but hit more steps basically but that's how it works it's all calorie deficit so no it doesn't matter what the, the only thing i will say that's what i was going to say is if you step on the scales the next morning because you've eaten late undigested food it's not been processed stool and stuff carbohydrates needs water in order to store it you will put go on the scales and it'll look like you've gained weight but that's not fat okay um another one somebody was having wine at meals and they've been struggling with tiredness throughout the day the the it looks to me like they've been craving you can get into an easy cycle that so this has happened to a couple of people this week if you can get into a really harsh cycle with carbohydrates where like especially like chocolate you know fast carbs um unhealthier carbs cookies cakes crisps now if you get if you're eating that at lunchtime or in the morning it'll spike your blood sugar so you've got all this energy or you feel normal whatever that that means for you and then around two three four o'clock you are so tired and you feel like you get a dip like this with caffeine as well so just watch for that but it, the dip with sugar is a lot harsher. So I noticed it in yoga. I hadn't prepped on on Sunday for my food. So what was I eating? Uh, I had Doritos for lunch. There was something else. Oh, 
yeah, some chocolate basically, um, for lunch and so I had a good breakfast, but I thought I had something for lunch and I didn't, so I ended up having just something because I was starving. And then, oh my God, the sugar dip. I couldn't concentrate on the yoga course. I just didn't want to be there. I had to force myself out for steps. I just wanted to sleep, basically. And if you've got a lot to do, we all make these mistakes. It's all a learning curve. Like I know next week, I'm going to make sure I actively go to the shop for my lunch, prepare what I enjoy, so I'm more likely to follow through with it. Curry, probably. Um... And it's convenient for me. Manage your environment and make it as easy as possible for you to stick to. I can't tell you how bad I felt. I was lacking of energy, couldn't concentrate. And that was all from that sugar spike and then low. Um, what goes up must come down. So it's, that's with your blood sugars. So if you're having wine at meals, like lunchtime, wine is sugar. It's fermented sugar. And you will get that, that high. You'll feel great during the lunch. And then later on, you'll pay for it. And you're less likely to be productive later on. You just want to go to bed. I ended up going to bed at like 8 o'clock last night and slept. Like I was so tired. Just all day. And it's kind of like a wasted day as well. Whereas if you're starting to move over to higher protein foods, less carbs, you will feel yourself having more energy through like certain times of the day where normally you would be dipping. Okay? So just, yeah, bring the carbs down a little bit. Um, How much water, somebody asked. Um... As long as your pee is see-through, basically. It doesn't have to be overcomplicated. I like to have about two two litres a day. Um, more if exercising. Somebody smaller than me might only need 15, 1.5 litres. Um, totally depends. Obviously more if it's hot if you're exercising. But if your pee is like a light yellow or see-through, then you're drinking enough. If you go in the toilet every five minutes, you're drinking too much. The body's really good at keeping in its equilibrium state. So it'll just let you know if you're drinking too much and just bring it out. Uh, decision fatigue, yeah. So I wanted to, or oh, and making, yeah. So there's two last things to talk about here on your checking form. So decision fatigue. So over the last four weeks, you've been putting a lot of thought and especially the first one, two weeks of how I'm going to get steps in, where I'm going to get my session in, what am I going to have for lunch? How do I get protein? There is so much to talk about and it, uh, sorry, think about and it does get easier but if you're able to start like tweaking it, you're not taking on as much now. You should have a good um, routine with where you can get your opportunities to get your steps in. Um, what kind of things you're enjoying for breakfast and dinner time. The last thing usually I see to work on, or one of the last things, is lunchtime. So it's time now to put your, shift your focus over um, to lunch. Write down your favourite things to eat for dinner maybe and reduce like smaller portions for lunch um or eat more for lunch and less for dinner totally up to you soups are a good one quick and easy convenient wraps chicken wraps salad get all the salad a bit of boost having a protein yogurt pudding something like that so start taking your attention and then write it down and get into a routine with that so then you can shift your focus onto the next thing to improve everything okay and lastly i want to talk about owing steps and calories so if you've got an event on and say it's not really thought about and you you know like if you put effort into it that of like into thinking how that event's going to go so it could be a birthday christening you know anything um if 
you don't think in advance about okay I'm going to get low steps okay I'm going to probably overeat so I'm going to get more steps Monday to Friday and um, bank a few calories say 50 100 150 and then you are still able to enjoy and like low steps and socializing and different kinds of food whilst being in a deficit it's about learning moderation not going overboard and allowing yourself to have these foods they're not a big deal point is making sure that you go in you go into the event with intention now obviously if last minute things happen and, and they can't be helped um but and i just draw a line under it that in that case don't ever go into it owing steps or calories it's brutal it never works um and once you've done we, we once you've finished with the event like whatever it is you just want to forget about it move on you know look forward to the next thing so yeah always go in with intention and make a plan of action be proactive and if you know you're going to go over then enjoy it and just don't take the piss still track everything be accountable to yourself and see it as the next day you'll have more energy for exercise it's not a big deal if you go over guys plus as well i put you in a deficit through your calories and steps so it's likely that you're not actually out of your deficit for fat loss Okay, so the topic today we're going to be talking about is um, supplements, what, what I recommend, um, what I think is needed, and we're going to be chatting about vitamins as well. So, talk about vitamins first. So that a lot of, there's a lot of supplements out there. Something to be aware of. The FDA really struggles with... Um, managing what supplements come onto the market and they're quite lenient and what comes on which means it's been known and this is from a dietitian this information as well who's got her own book called it's like it's like a nutritional bible i can't get it if anybody wants it um there has been cases where an athlete for example has been um disqualified because they've found found traces of drugs and they swear they've not taken any of these say speed for example and what's actually happened it, or Valium that was it Valium has been found um, what's actually happened they've been feeling really anxious before a race so they've taken a supplement that's meant to have Chinese herbs in it and calming effects um, there, is an, uh, there is a supplement that begins with valerium, is that it? I'm sure it's valerium that calms the central nervous system and um, it makes you nice and calm. So the, the guy was taking that and he got disqualified because they found traces of valium <laughs> in it. So this, is, this isn't the first occasion either. This has happened quite a lot. Um, another one was speed in... Um, energy boosting vitamins and these can be sold in Holland and Barrett there's not that much um, what do you call it oh, what's the word I'm looking for they're not that strict and then when they do get sued they've already made millions by then so they, they'll pay off whoever whoever's suing them and then open up with another supplement so yeah Best thing, safest thing to do with all vitamins is get it from your diet. I know people who have said, who believe that they're vitamin B12 deficient and are taking the supplement for vitamin B12. If you are B12 deficient, you're more likely to be if you're 
um, over 50 because your gastric juices are less and you need that in order to absorb B12 from your diet and if you're um, a vegetarian or vegan. However, if you are, you've got two years of B12 stored in the body anyway. And if you are B12 deficient, it's you'll go to the doctors, they'll test your blood work, and they'll come back and they'll say, right, you need vitamin B12 injections for the rest of your life. B12 is a serious one, because it, like, it's a special type of um, why do I want to say pneumonia? It's not that. It's a special type of anemia, B12. Um, and all, when you think about it, I think the way I remember it is B12 vitamins are all responsible for absorbing food into your body and having it being used where and how it should be used. So don't take supplements unless you absolutely know that A, the absorption and the uptake in the body is going to be there and it's going to it's bio bioavailable uh, like b12 tablets are not and it's not and if you're not sorry and making sure that you are actually deficient in this vitamin otherwise it's going to knock the balance off other vitamins and, and affect them being absorbed um something to be aware of if you drink alcohol now i'm not sure of the figures here and how much it affects but when you drink alcohol it destroys the b vitamins that are stored in your body or that you're eating for at least that day so and if if you are if you do drink alcohol a lot and you've got things like going on in your mouth like ulcers and sores around your mouth those are b vitamin deficiencies manifesting that's how they the they manifest themselves around the mouth or in the mouth and uh, that's how you know you're deficient so yeah alcohol's a bad one for knocking that balance off if you are low in vitamin d in order they all work together as well if you're low in vitamin d which if you're in Scotland, it's likelihood you can either go to a sunbed, which can increase the risk of skin cancer, um, or you can get your, v your vitamin D from fish. I'm not sure how much is in fish. You need 30 minutes a day of sunshine basically on your skin. But you also need vitamin C in order for your B vitamin to be absorbed properly. Same with calcium as well. It works with vitamin D, I'm sure. So yeah, there's a, they all work together. There's like a delicate balance. Now, if you're, yeah, if you're taking a supplement that you don't need, then that balance is knocked off and you'll, you'll, yeah, it'll affect the absorption of other things. Um, some people believe as well, so vitamin C, if you, if you eat too much vitamin C, it just gets washed out of the system. However, if you're taking a B vitamin and you're not deficient, it gets washed out of the system through your urine, but not without an effect on something else. And there was a story of a gymnast that I'll never forget hearing about. Her coach gave her pyridoxine, so vitamin B6, um to help with her grip and like her reactions turns out it gave her too much of it she, she had an overdose and of that vitamin and ended up losing her grip 
on the bar and broke her spine. Not sure if she sued him or... Well, it's, it's, on, it's in literature now, that, uh, that case. And it's spoken about a lot, like how these vitamins can really have an effect on little things like that. So, like, if that was me, I wouldn't really notice that, but because I'm not doing something so dangerous. Um, but yeah, safest and best way is just to get it from your diet. And I'll always think that as well. And that's not to say if you're quite smart, you know, you're not going to get fooled by these scientists. There is a lot of scientists out there that have sold their soul. I am not even kidding. Um, a lot of them now are coming and doing retreats with blood work, like lab results, getting your bloods tested. Um, and then, yeah, you, you're deficient in this, that and the other. And then they'll be recommending you take supplements despite not despite knowing that um, you're best getting it from your diet. And they'll be charging an absolute fortune for these supplements. The same supplements that you can get from Holland and Barrett. Um, yeah, there's, there's a lot of... I'm not surprised how smart people get dragged in with it all. Um, when you've got... Because a lot of people believe the science base, and then when you've got people who believe who say that the science based, then they've they're promoting keto and they're promoting crazy fat loss pills. It's like who do you turn to? Who do you believe? It's it's a difficult one. Um, the best thing you can do is learn to read the literature yourself. I actually got stung a couple of years ago with uh, Dr. Robert Lustig. He was talking about uh, a science, sorry, a meta-analysis about a hundred people who had been. It was they were comparing um the blood work after drinking can of coke diet versus water versus milk, and it's just been torn apart because first of all the people had there wasn't a hundred people in the study there was sixty, and there was no change in fat loss for any of them. But he's sat there saying the um the blood work for those that sorry the weight gain for those that drank the diet soda as it called it um was outstanding compared to the milk and the water and it's completely not true whether he's um taken that and i don't know he's a very clever guy and he knows how to interpret studies so i don't think it was done by accident but he sells his book and recipes so have a look at what they're selling as well. Um, I'll never sell my soul. Uh, uh, Herbalife and Juice Plus are another one that I've got a big problem with. Um, there's nothing that you can't get from your diet. And if you want to go organic, then you'll have more nutrition out of that. Um, vitamins don't have any calories in it. Um, you can literally Google if you think that you are deficient in a vitamin. Like a lot of like a lot of people are deficient in magnesium because of our diet and it's quite hard to uptake it's best to absorb through the skin in like salt baths things like that those that's a mineral though but it's apparently involved in like six eight hundred processes in the body um so that's something to be mindful of uh, i think that was everything next about supplements and what supplements i recommend so bcas first of all are a massive waste of time a few clients get stung with this um, once starting out. It's basically, God, yoga, pra yoga 
constantly emailing me about my course and it's so annoying because there's so much admin um paperwork and stuff to fill out it's ridiculous sorry anyway that just came up there yeah bca is a branch chain amino acids it's basically protein powder but you instead of getting all the essential amino acids you're halving it and putting it in its own so bcas do still contain calories but it's not as effective the uptake as just drinking a protein shake or getting it from your diet so it's a total marketing ploy um bca so don't fall for that one protein powder is a good way to boost your protein intake keeps you fuller for longer um helps you build muscle as well and relatively low calories if you're trying to lose fat and you're in a deficit about 100 calories for 20 grams of protein 25 decent decent way to start off your day creatine is the one that i constantly recommend to everybody unless you've got kidney or liver issues creatine safe for you even if you're pregnant um massive like it helps massively with brain fog and concentration focus brain health so reduces the risk of alzheimer's and dementia it helps you push that extra rep as well so it's not magic it's stored naturally in the body and you get it from your meat so if you are vegetarian or vegan chances are that you're deficient in creatine so having five grams a scoop a day for the rest of your life um has huge benefits and you're able to yeah, push that extra rep in your pbs and if you are menopausal, I recommend a slightly higher dose of creatine a day. Greens, green powders, and yeah, we'll talk about that. So green powders, again, it's another vitamin. You can get it from... If you struggle throughout winter in eating, like, seasonal fruit, veg, and, you know, you're not a big salad fan, then it's not going to harm you having a green supplement. Collagen powder. Collagen powder has been shown to help improve elasticity of skin but not a massive amount like you would get the same effects with eating a, ha- a healthy diet so if you've got a crap diet and you drink alcohol you don't really exercise then yeah I'd recommend a collagen supplement but everybody on here doesn't really need it um and yeah i think that was i think that's everything people ask me around supplements if you've got any further questions, you know where I am. You can give us a message. Um, the so that's us halfway through the group coaching. So you're doing fantastic. Um, we've just got to keep going now. Keep with the consistency and routine building. But yeah, if you shift your focus over to lunches, that's a common one. That's a good one. And keep practicing perfect action. There's a lot of people think at this point, like the puppy loves finished of the program and. So if you're still in it at this point, you can definitely make it to the last four weeks and um, hopefully I would have learned a lot. Okay, I'll let you go. I'll see you on the next one. Thanks for tuning in. Bye.